Hello. Hello, everybody. Ho, 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 ho. He just does three hoes, doesn't he? No, I just got excited. He just goes, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Very, I think I'd be a good Santa. giant. I think I'd be a good Santa. I think you will. Should we spray your beard white? No. And dress up like Father Christmas? Actually, do you know what? Spray my beard white might not be a terrible idea. You might be grey by then. What, by Christmas? <laughs> three weeks? Oh, I'm going grey, but it's not that I'll fast. I'll go get some of that snow dust ice that's in the garden and just throw it on your beard. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll work really well. It won't just make my face wet and cold. Um, Sounds like great fun. For one of us. Me. Not me. Me. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing, Jenny? You alright? Yeah, I'm good. Are you excited for this? Yeah. Got new clothes on, feeling good. We came in the back before to do the podcast, and Jen, mid conversation, just went, Look at me, new clothes. <laughs> just five words, just look at me, new clothes. Yeah, and I, I was like, Well, oh, yeah, great, but like. I was waiting until the babies were born so I could spend my birthday money on new clothes. And now yes. I've got to uh, reap the rewards and wear my new clothes. Is just the way you did it make conversation, though? You haven't commented on my new clothes yet. I so. had. You put them on yesterday and I went, they look really nice. No, but I wanted to just comment on Oh, every day. Again. Forgot, yeah. <laughs> every time you put the same jumper on. <laughs> no, this is like, this is my first time I've worn it as an outfit. It is a big occasion. It is. Yeah. First time in the outfit. Oh. <laughs> Going out tonight, Ooh. giving it a little spin. You are, aren't you? Big night out. Just going for a drink. A drink. At the pub. Mm. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Drink. Love a Christmas pub drink. I get drunk off one drink now, so it's fine. You do it as a good job, I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is why I'm so hyped today. Buzzing, aren't you? Yeah, and we had a really good sleep last night. I think that's contributing. So you're excited to be a new jumper then, you're happy with it? Yeah. I bought a new jumper, didn't I, Jen? Yeah, and then I spilled coffee on it. Yeah. So, at the moment, I don't know what it is. It's got to be hormones. I'm a clumsy person as it is, full stop. But at the minute, it is another level. It's like, imagine that I've got... Do you know those foam things that you used to get in the 90s? I do. You mean like the trial on... The Bush Tucker trial? What? Do you remember the Bush Tucker trial the other day where they had to... Oh, yeah, with the foam fingers. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. All right, maybe that's why it's in my head. It's like I'm it's walking around. Sorry, go on. In your head, it's fantastic. Go on. Um, you started it. No. Um, it's like I'm walking around with one of those foam fingers on each of my hands and trying to do my daily activities. That's what it feels like. That's what it looks like. So this morning, I made us both a coffee and then literally just swiped Phil's coffee across the entire counter. Like it went on. Absolutely everything you could ever imagine, including Phil's new jumper that was at the bottom of the counter because he'd literally just opened it last night. Oh, well, these things happen. And anyway, it was a black coffee and it's a black jumper, so... <laughs> could be worse. really good. Could have been a beige jumper. Yeah, that's very true. Very That'd true. be worse, wouldn't very it? True. Anyway, Jen, what are we talking about this week? Today, we are talking about a full-step method to help you stay in control around a box of chocolates at Christmas. I wrote the title, though, so no doubt Phil's <laughs> going to change that before you see Not it. title, that's a paragraph. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast here. Today we are going to speak to you about the full step method that is going to help you stay in control around a box of chocolates at Christmas time. It's going to be great and I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> it's probably going to be... That's not going to fit on someone's phone screen. It's probably screen. going to be captioned a bit snappier than that because it feels like much on, better right in the On podcasts, <laughs> like the, the title, like, what's it called where it like moves across the screen? <laughs> It'll be going forever. Yeah, like by the time they've read the title, the podcast will have finished. <laughs> anyway, we are talking about that though. I can't film in all either. It's very cold in this conservatory. Can't yes. put the heater on because it just makes it Yeah, when we put this on, you just hear this. And we can, like, that's just very bad, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine someone messaging just like, you can't even hear that. Like, oh. you could have had it on the entire time. Could have been warm. I'll be honest, I'm just doing this just to warm up my toes a little bit. 
And then I'll turn it back off again. There we go. That was so nice. Jen's currently under a throne. I'm not. Should have got myself on. Anyway, Jen, come on. Sorry, four, sorry. Remember, four-step method to help you stay in control around a box of chocolates at Christmas. What's Braff saying all that? Yes. Do you know what? This one is a real personal personal one for me. Uh, I was the person who's like, nah, I can't control myself around a box of chocolates. We'll eat them all. Like, you, you're joking. Like, there's no possible way that you can tell me something that is going to mean that I can not eat the entire contents of this packet of the uh, box of quality streets in one sitting um that was me <laughs> but do you know what the big thing is and this this happens all around christmas it and, and why we tend to lose control firstly scarcity like oh grab all these foods that you can only get at this time of year instantly our desire is like ramped up by 1000 because we're like oh limited time got to make the most of it got to eat as much as i possibly can do yeah but they come around every year mm. and you know what they've started creating the same things at different times of the year and just naming them different things for example the maltesers reindeer is just a malteser bunny like the, the, the they're still going to be here just in different forms um very clever I know it is, isn't it? And also the variety. So if you've got a box of chocolates, it's not like you've got a bear of the same chocolate like on repeat. Like our, our taste buds um, get bored of that. Mm-hmm. What you have got is a, a whole host of different tastes and flavours and experiences that it means that you end up chasing the, the flavour. Um, so we wanted to share with you our top tips today to help navigate the, the struggles, basically, of chocolate or just general kind of christmas foods really we said chocolate but it I is was general just gonna christmas say that you just made a really good point that like all year round they just changed the name of it well the good news is that then means that all year round you could just use the same strategy because it just works for everything that's a really good point it just works for everything yeah. now the tried and tested method that has worked every time for absolutely everybody body brain belief is to do this one very important thing and I know it's very like, I know it's, you're listening to a podcast, so clickbait doesn't make sense, but it is a clickbaity thing to say, isn't it? Like, you just do this one thing and your whole life will change. It's a little bit bigger than that, but it is just one thing, and it is to give yourself permission to eat the food. And we're going to talk through how you do that in a moment, but that is going to be the starting point for absolutely everybody, giving yourself permission. And you might think, oh, I do that. Like I say to myself, like, oh, I'll just go and have two. Although that sounds like you're giving yourself permission, what you're actually saying is you're not allowed three. So you're actually doing the opposite of giving yourself permission. You're giving yourself a limit. So when you say, I'll just have two, you're saying you're not allowed more than two. I'm not allowed three or four or five, which means that when you've had two and you want one more, you're like, I'm not allowed one. I shouldn't have one. It's bad for me. It's unhealthy. I'm going to be a bad person if I do this. So then you have the third one because you're a human being and we all have the third chocolate. Then you feel guilty. Then you feel like you've done something wrong. Then you have a fourth, a fifth, a sixth and a 17th because you're feeling guilty about doing what you've just done. Which is why it's really important that when you think about giving yourself permission, it's not about giving yourself a limit. It's about saying, I'm allowed as many of these as I want. And I know that there's that initial worry um, and there's that initial, uh, oh, well, what if this happens, that happens. Jen's going to go on to uh, what kind of go a bit deeper into that in a moment. But this is going to be the starting point and we want you to be we want you to have the confidence to know that this has helped somewhere in the region of 350 to 400 women to not feel guilty and to have more control or complete control in fact of chocolate not just at christmas but all year round that's an alarm to remember things that i don't remember unless i set alarm that'll be feed reggie because it's 12 o'clock oh yeah you've got yeah we're we're at a stage of life now where i've got a set alarm to remind myself to feed the dog otherwise i don't remember 
And Jen's just snoozed it, which means it's going to tell her again in eight oh minutes, no. then another eight minutes, then another But then, then eight if eight I don't minutes. snooze it, I'm going to forget to feed him. You won't. My mum's in the other room. She'll remember. How does that work? Pat remembers everything. Right, I'm sorry if it goes off again because I don't know how to turn it off. I do. Come here. I do do it. What you do is... Oh. Oops. You go to the alarm. Yeah. You turn it off. I did that the other day, though. And then you turn it back on again. Right, well, if it doesn't work, I'm sorry because I thought I did that the other day and it didn't work. So, Jen. Yeah. Uh, give yourself permission and by giving yourself permission we mean permission to like we said this does extend past a box of chocolates but giving yourself permission to eat and drink a bit more because it's christmas there's more on offer like give yourself permission to eat that little bit more give yourself permission to eat foods that you were tell that you're telling yourself that you can't eat right now because there'll be a load of them and that you're like oh, i shouldn't have this don't have that can't have that give yourself permission to stop and and before like when you're full give yourself permission to do that because often we we don't and also give yourself permission to say no because you don't have to have that chocolate that someone's offering to you You don't have to have that extra bit of whatever it is that your grandma's offering you on christmas day whatever it is and i understand that like you probably listened to this like i said before saying i can't do that like that's impossible it won't work for me if i give myself permission i am going to eat absolutely everything and i'm going to be like two stone heavier by the end of christmas like if i do that all of december i get it i totally get it because i would i used to believe that as well like that was my belief like that if i said like i could have whatever i wanted i would and the the reason that you currently believe this is because the only time you've given yourself permission was after you'd broken that rule. So in the past, you've said, I can't do this, I shouldn't have that, I shouldn't do this, and then you've broken it and you've gone, well, I'll have it all now, there you go, I'll give myself permission to eat all of it, I may as well. But the difference is that that's coming from a place of guilt, and therefore we're we're adding fuel to that fire because we're eating from a place of guilt, and then because we feel guilty, we eat even more. Um, And... The difference with this is we want to give ourselves permission before we eat the foods, not after. And that is where you're going to see the real shift. And you just ask yourself now, have you ever, ever, ever gone to eat something like, I'm going to go back to the box of chocolates example. Have you ever gone to eat chocolates in a box of chocolates without creating some kind of rule for yourself? Or with without a kind of sense of how many you're going to eat? Because that'll tell you whether you truly have given yourself permission in the past. Um, so I know that this that this is something you doubt and won't work, but it actually genuinely does. Um, and it, it is about truly saying to yourself, I will eat this and I'm going to eat it as much as I want and just seeing what happens. Now, when you've given yourself permission, this is where you can unlock the next kind of phase that is going to allow you to so this is the bit where we we create that sense of control and don't hit that sodic button so you've got to pair the permission with also the mindful experience around food so that you don't lose control so that you kind of need both of these in order for this to be successful you do so step number one so you've already given yourself permission step number one is to now keep those foods that you know right now you don't have a lot of control over so for example chocolates in a place that you're not going to spend a lot of time. So it might be a cupboard that you don't tend to go in a lot. Now, you don't need to lock it in a safe, throw away the key and put a really complicated way of getting in it. Like, it doesn't need to be that because if you do that, you're not giving yourself permission. Like, if you, if you lock it away somewhere or tell someone else to hide it, 
that's straight away you've now broken the, the initial thing you've said of giving yourself permission. By putting it in a cupboard in the kitchen, what you're saying is, I'm allowed that as often as I want it. I can come in here and get chocolates if I want to. Like, I am allowed to do that. But what I'm going to do is right now, because I know it's something that I don't have a lot of control over and I struggle when it comes to consuming it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it somewhere so I don't see it all the time. I'm going to put it somewhere so that I'm not constantly thinking about it. So I'm not hiding it. It's just behind a door. I know where it is and I can come and get one, but I'm not going to eat it because it's just there. Because we've all done it. There's a little bowl of chocolates on the table. You grab one, you grab another, the third or fourth or fifth, and you're like, hang on, I don't remember eating them. And it's because they're just there. You didn't actually want any. Whereas when it's in the cupboard in the kitchen, in order for you to get one, you're going to have to make a conscious decision to go and get one. So if you're sat on the couch, you're going to go, I want a chocolate. I actually want one right now. So you're going to have to then go into the kitchen. And this isn't about getting your steps in. <laughs> you're going to have to go into the kitchen, open the cupboard, and take out the chocolate. So you're going to have to do it consciously rather than just because it's in front of you. And you know what? This is some, it's even extends as far as like having it in a different cupboard to where your snacks are normally. So like if you're like, oh, I'm hungry, I want a snack. And you go and open the snack cupboard and the chocolate's there. You're like, oh, I'll have the chocolate because you see it. But what we do is put it behind the microwave. Mm. <laughs> now, that's not saying that, like Phil said, it's not saying you can't have that. But it's also not a place that we typically go when we want a snack. It's a place that we would go if we're like, oh, those chocolates are in. I want one of them. And you'll go get it. And it, like Phil said, it's not about saying you can't have them or hiding them or telling yourself you can't do it. It's just about putting them in a place that you don't want very often to see them so that when you do want them, it's because you really want them. Mm. So then step two is when you've decided you want them, it's taking a few of the chocolates or a few of the biscuits and not taking the entire contents of the box with you, but just taking a few, going back to the living room, sitting down, rather than throwing in your mouth when you stood in the kitchen and then going I didn't even eat that one and then eating about 10 more because you didn't even taste the first one um, but it's taking a couple going sitting down taking your time with them eating them slowly really tasting them letting them melt in your mouth like really experience that food and then oh I've gone on to the next one Jen's done my step it's alright I'll dub it to make it sound like I said it no, right, I go back, right, so all you've got to do in step two is just take a few to chocolates and go and sit down rather than rushing to eat them. And then step three, save oh, every sorry. single bite. Like, just really slowly, like, enjoy, and you'll have heard, like, the tips in the past, like, when you're eating a meal, put your knife and fork down when you're, when you're chewing, and that can work, like, but it doesn't need to be that complex. It can simply be, like, taking out the wrapper, putting it into your, belt, into your mouth. When you're chewing it, let the chocolate go to different parts of your mouth, the front, the back, each side, like, really just generally taking in the flavor like noting the flavors so like when you're eating it if you're having like a honeycomb type chocolate um chocolate like when you bite into it like notice that it's quite hard but then it like breaks up and goes into like tiny little bits and then it almost like melts on your tongue like notice all these little bits that's what's going to allow you to enjoy it. like if you've got a chocolate that's got like three different flavors if you just eat it quick you're not going to taste them all you're going to just taste chocolate, which is great, but there's two of the flavours there that you've missed. Whereas if you actually slowly eat it, like bite it in half, take half of it in your mouth at first, look at the inside of the chocolate, like notice that it's got a gooey centre, notice the little holes of the honeycomb, smell it. Like now that you've bitten it in half and all the other flavours are there, you can then start to smell it, like smell the inside of it. Like notice the different smells, the different textures when you're chewing on it. There's so much more to a chocolate than just a chocolate. And you might think, oh, it's going to take me a while what are you in a rush for like wh where have you got to be like take a while like, eat the chocolate enjoy it you spent money on it or someone's bought it for you 
enjoy it, savour it, like literally spend time eating that one chocolate. And then, and I won't say step four, I'll let, I'll let Jen do step four. Step four. <laughs> Once you've had your experience, um, ask yourself if you want more. Like genuinely, if the answer is yes, go up, get some more, but do the exact same. Make it an experience, grab a couple more, go back, sit, eat it, taste it, make it an experience. Don't just scoffle them in your mouth. And, and go on repeat until you've had enough. And you'll be surprised when you eat it like that, or when you have that experience like that, how much difference, it, it, the difference you will feel. The other day, I had a pack of Fox's Crunch Creams, Biscuit Elite. I put them next to me on the laptop. Can't tell you how many I ate, uh, but I looked down and the packet was gone. Like it because I didn't I didn't do this and I don't often do that anymore. Like that is something I would have done all the time in the past, but I very very rarely would do that anymore. And it really really opened my eyes to how much building a habit like this can really really have a big impact on how much you eat. Because normally I would take a couple of the biscuits, go and take it in the living room, sit it sit and eat without any kind of distractions, not eating it while I'm working. I would stop work to eat it and enjoy it. And honestly, it really blew my mind just how much creating that habit for myself has changed how I eat and experience food. So honestly, cannot big this one up enough, especially when the availability is high and there's more different foods and different types of foods that you don't normally have in. This is like really powerful stuff for you to start practicing now, basically start it now. Um, and let us know you get on. Absolutely. So before... I see a doggy. <laughs> before Where's I put to Jen on, He's just jumping up at the conservatory window. My mum is looking after him. He's brought <laughs> us a sock. He has brought us a sock. Excuse me, let me Poor in. Guy. No, you're not coming in because you're too loud. He'll just stare You'll at us. you have to wait. Um, before I put Jen on the spot, um, whilst Jen's watching, um, remember, give yourself permission. Keep the chocolates in a cupboard that you don't have to go in. Uh, don't often go in. Only take a few and then sit down. When you are sat down, save every single bite, eat them slowly, enjoy them, and then ask yourself if you want more. And if you do, go and get some. Like, go and get some. You're allowed to. Right, Jen. Are you put me on the spot? Are you ready? Yes. Phil already... I said who turns it to put who on the spot, and Phil was like, I'll put you on the spot because I've got a question. Yeah. If you could choose anybody from the current lineup in I'm a Celebrity oh. to do a Bush Tucker trial with, yes. which person would it be, and why would it be Josie? No, I'm joking. <laughs> which person would it be? <laughs> who would it be and why? Oh. And you have to still be in there. No spoilers. Do it. I've already gone. You know they have? Oh, right, they yeah. left. Grace, um, Grace and JLS. I think it would be Mervyn. Oh, because you fancy him? No, no, no. I mean, oh. he's all right looking. Um, is he? He's good to look at, yeah. Is he? He's good to look at. Yeah. He made it sound like a hobby then. <laughs> good to look at. Um, he is good looking. Do you know why? I think he's very level-headed. Yeah. I think he's quite calm. You can tell he's a bit scared, but also he keeps himself calm. Then you can tell he's scared. <laughs> yeah, because he's not... Um, <laughs> your mum's having to scoop him away. <laughs> not Marvin. <laughs> right, <laughs> he's been scooped away because he won't leave us. He's funny. Um, yeah, so um, he's very level-headed. He's scared, but he keeps calm, which is what you need. Mm. He's, he, he just cracks on. He gets them all done. He's a proper camp leader, isn't he? He is. And also, he's good at strategy because when they were putting all those pieces together, he thought about using his brain and like looking at them so that he could mm. see which ones went together. And he, he was trying to create a strategy. Um, so, yeah, I think I would go Marvin. It's a good, solid answer. Thank you. I think you'd get the, the stars as well. 
Yeah, I think we would too. Mm. Great team, me and Marv. Oh, not for the Rio, just me and Marvin will be there, so you probably get the stars. That's why it's a good choice. I was saying I would never, ever, ever just go on it because like, I have, I just don't want to experience all of the things. There's actually a more important reason why you'd never go on it. You're not celebrity. <laughs> you're probably not going to get oh, asked yet. Yeah, we've talked about this. I don't one. think your 4,000 Instagram followers make you a celebrity yet. Oh, what about my blue tick? That you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? Maybe one um, day, Jen. Maybe one day you'll be a celebrity. I don't want to be a celebrity. Unless I can go on dan- uh, Strictly Come Dancing and then I will. That's why you've become a celebrity. Yeah. It's a good reason to be a Not celebrity. Not bothered about anything else. I just want someone to teach me how to dance. What about like celebrity um, chase? Mm. Catchphrase. Catch- oh, that'd be good. I'd better catchphrase. I don't know general knowledge 1% stuff. club? Oh yeah, I'd like that. Is there a 1% club for the celebrities? I don't think so, yeah. Maybe it's because there's a hundred people. You have to get a lot of celebrities. Oh, Imagine yeah, you get a hundred celebrities. Point. Maybe you will end up on that last great barrel at some point, <laughs> won't we? We've got Jen Williams. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Um, we really got into that recently and then um, they took it off for having a celebrity, didn't they? <laughs> oh, well. So now we've gone to that instead. Yeah. Anyway, hope that helps. Hope that's helped you uh, head into the Christmas period with a strategy, with a plan, with a bit of guidance and direction, which is And if you're sceptical, go try it. Yeah. Like don't like be skeptical. That's fine. I would I would be skeptical too. But try it before Absolutely. you say it doesn't work for you. Most importantly, have a good one, and we'll catch up with you again next week. Ta-ra.